Welcome to Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show. <laughs> it feels like it's been a hot minute since we've recorded, since we've chatted. For that, I apologize, but a lot of you still listen, and I really, really appreciate that. So thank you very much. It means a lot to me. The last few months have been really difficult on a personal level, so it's been really hard to find the motivation to keep putting out podcasts. Like Every single time I go live on Twitch, it, it's a real mental battle. Um, yeah, it's just life's, life's tough right now, and I, I know it's tough for a lot of us, all of us right now. Yeah, I've, I've been going through a bit of a tough time. I, I'll be fine. It's just, um, you know, it, it hurts losing people. I just wanted to start this off with something that I really, a, a couple of important items I really wanted to talk about. And I'll leave timestamps. If you want to skip this, it's totally fine. I totally understand. Uh, um, I'll see if I can leave notes in, in the show notes. I'm going over, I'm going to open this podcast talking a, a little bit. I know this is a Dead by Daylight podcast, but I really want to talk about Roe v. Wade, uh, as well as the reasons why I do not celebrate Canada Day. Now, just a quick heads up, when it comes to Canada Day, uh, and the reasons why I don't celebrate Canada Day and why I don't like it when people tell me to have a happy Canada Day. It's it's not personal. It's just um, um, the, the, the reasons I don't celebrate are very personal to me and my family. And it does involve some possible triggers involving SA and physical harm towards children. So if any of those are triggers for you, um, please skip ahead in, in the podcast. I'm just going to read a couple things here for you. So the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, ending uh, the right women's rights to abortion. It's devastating. It's devastating news. I do believe that women have the right to choose what to do with their bodies. And there are, of course, a lot of health risks as a result of this horrific uh, decision made by the Supreme Court. And it's just really sad to see because, you know, there's a lot of really amazing women in my life. You know, my, my wife, my, my, um, my mother, uh, my recently passed mother-in-law, um, aunties, cousins. And, uh, you know, I'm in Canada, but these things affect us too. What's to stop the Canadian government, government from making choices like this? What's to stop Canadian parties from pursuing something as hateful and hurtful and ridiculous as this? I stand with you. I support you. I love you. You know, true. I truly believe women make this world go round. Um, all of you make this world a better place. And there are a lot of women in my community as well. And I'm really thankful for that. I, I've tried my hardest to make this a very supportive community for everybody. Uh, it just, it, it breaks my heart, man, that uh, y'all lost these very human rights that uh, that will lead to a lot of women getting hurt, women possibly dying. Um, it's devastating. It, it's really devastating. I don't know what can be done at this point, uh, but I'm definitely going to be looking at organizations I can support uh, financially and just raise my own awareness because uh, I'll, I'll be fully transparent. You know, I'm not fully informed. I'm not the most knowledgeable person. But when it comes to human rights, um, I, I do want to do what I can, uh, even if I'm in, uh, I'm on the West coast of Canada. So I support you. I love you. And I'm, I'm thinking of y'all, um, especially in this community in, in dead by daylight, like there's so many females and non-binary and two spirit 
individuals who are affected by this decision and it's just um it's a real shame so i really hope something positive can come out of this uh, in the long run i really hope something can happen and uh i'll be doing my best uh from here in bc canada the other topic i really wanted to talk about really quick i don't celebrate canada day uh, again, if you want to skip this, that's fine. I'm just going to read this post. I, I posted this on Facebook and my dad shared it. I wrote this back in 2017 and I don't remember writing this. <laughs> so uh, it might have been even before that. So again, quick trigger warning. Um, I believe there is a mention of um, essay and violence towards children. So if that's a it's talking about residential schools in Canada. And if you're not familiar with residential schools in Canada, tread very lightly. If you're going to research it, it does involve the most horrific treatment of native children in Canada and the U.S. And it's a really shameful part of our Canadian and American history. It's something we do need to talk about. And it's something that affects me every single day. And, um, you know, we're taking steps towards healing, you know. So I'll read you this post that I wrote in 2017. It might have even been before that, but here we go. This year, I felt conflicted about Canada Day. Normally, I celebrate, but my father was ver- was vocal about his view on not celebrating Canada Day. The church and government attempted genocide in our people, and on a smaller scale, this fight still goes on. It's actually a, ma- a massive scale. <laughs> I'll correct myself on that one. Feel free to browse the Indian Act or have a look at my status card, which has an expiration date on it. I've been told countless times to get over it, and these things don't actually happen to you. That takes a lot of ignorance to assume you know everything about me. No, I did not attend a residential school, but my father attended one, and that's putting it lightly. My father was abducted from his parents and forced into a quote-unquote school system where the priests, brothers, physically and sexually assaulted the children. Many of my uncles and aunties died violent death, have committed suicide, and turned to drugs and alcohol to cope with the abuse they couldn't understand as children. The church and government haven't done enough to heal the wounds they inflicted. I cannot speak my native language. My father was beaten by priests, nuns, and brothers, if he spoke his native tongue. I don't think it's asking too much to provide reasonable living conditions with clean drinking water for the people who are cast out of their resourceful lands. I don't think it's asking too much to provide counseling to grieving residential school survivors and the ones they love. I felt proud when our brothers and sisters held a peaceful protest on Parliament Hill. I can't tell you how many times people close to me have replied, well, that didn't happen here, or that happened hundreds of years ago. The final residential school was shut down in 1996. Residential schools have made their way into Canadian curriculum in the last few years, something that should have happened decades ago. Canada needs to stop hiding from this past. Quote-unquote, get over it, translates to me as, I'd rather not hear about the pain we caused you. Another thing I hear is, we won, you lost. To this day, it hasn't been about winning for our people. My father told me stories about how Penelicate people were forced off the shores of Shemanus so Macmillan Blodell could take that lucrative land to turn a profit. And as our people left the shores... Government agents set fire to their longhouses. So much culture and history destroyed. That's shameful. My father told me stories about how the Canadian Navy shelled our people on this on our small island. If you have read this far, I hope you can understand why it's hurtful for some of us to witness the celebration of a government that has inflicted so much harm on our people. I won't pretend to have all of the answers, but I'm more than willing to call attention 
to the elephant in the room. It's well and good that our Prime Minister is willing to take advantage of a good photo op, but until we see some results, we'll continue to make our voices heard. So that's why I don't celebrate Canada Day, and that's why I I get a little bit salty when people say Happy Canada Day. It's nothing personal towards those people, it's just the way I feel. And that's just a tiny piece of Canadian history and why many Native people don't celebrate. And it does make me happy to see a lot of non-Native people getting involved, educating themselves, and spreading the good word. We see a lot of really good stuff on TikTok uh, these days. Anyway, <laughs> I think that about does it for straying off the off the path of the of dead by uh, of non-dead by daylight conversation. Um, I do want to do more things like this from time to time. As much as I'd love to just sit here and just talk about Dead by Daylight or Evil Dead the Game or VHS, uh, at the end of the day, I am a native Canadian. You know, I've got this culture. I've got this history. Uh, I am a person. And through this podcast, I want you to get to know me as a person. Yes, I can probably spout the definition of 98% of the perks out there. I can probably give you some good builds. I can give you some good advice on Dead by Daylight. I can maybe even give you some advice on streaming and podcasting. But with that comes me as a person. And um, part of the way that we will survive and thrive as Native Canadians is just to be unapologetically Native and just uh, embrace our culture embrace our history and uh, move on and heal together. We won't forget, but we definitely need to take steps towards healing. Okay, with that out of the way, let's get on with the show. Dead by Daylight has a really big update coming up, and I'm not going to just read you the... (laughs) the uh the update notes on that by now you've probably read some articles on it you've maybe even watched um scott jund or aunt starva talk about the updates and how they think the meta will change so i'll spare you the you know the the 10 or 15 minute rundown of going hey this is what this perk does now this is what this perk does now i'm just going to paint in broad strokes with this one so in the next mid-chapter update which as of this recording hasn't been announced yet i'm guessing it's in a week maybe two weeks from now we're in the beginning of july um the meta is changing behavior identified a, a lot of perks they wanted to change and they've noticed Finally, (laughs) that killers and survivors are basically playing with the same perks all the time. In the information that they shared, I believe Dead Hard was the most commonly used perk for survivors. I think it's pick rate was like 75% or something crazy like that. So in that respect, I guess I'm in the 25% minority. (laughs) I... Dead Heart is the best perk in the game right now, but I kind of refuse to use it right now. I've kind of been waging a war against Dead Heart on TikTok. And what started out as me just having a bit of fun, kind of poking the beast of the Dead by Daylight community, um, I really just wanted to uh, put out some content waging war on Dead Heart and how when at the end of the day, let's face it, Dead Heart is a crutch perk. It allows survivors to be very aggressive and it allows them to just simply press a button to make up for mistakes they've made while they're running a killer. 
It's a real pain in the butt. And Dead Heart is getting reworked. Now, the thing is, I played in the, the PTB, the player test build. Um, Dead Heart is still a really strong perk. It goes from being an S-tier perk of being the best perk in Dead by Daylight to about an A-plus perk. So the way Dead Heart works is when you're injured uh, and you're not exhausted, when you're injured, not exhausted, you can press E on your keyboard or whatever button it is on your controller. And the way it works in its current state is you dash forward and you're invulnerable when you get when you do that. So if the killer tries to hit you while you're in that animation, it won't it won't be a hit they'll miss actually and you get like this little speed burst and you get a lot of distance and that's the primary function of dead uh, dead hard in this community you, you use it to get distance to a safe pallet to a safe window and again you're you're doing this because you've made a mistake while running the killer and you can press that button and then that mistake is now gone and it doesn't matter what the killer has done killers can't counter it in terms of when you dead hard for distance to a window or a pallet and as a result, killers like Onrio, Ghostface, heck, even Trapper, don't get used as much. When's the last time you saw a pig in your match? These uh, killers who are like M1 killers, we, we say M1 because all they can do is run up and do a basic attack on you. They move fast, but they're very limited in terms of what they can do. They have no uh, what we call built-in chase mechanics. So Spirit, for example, Spirit can... Uh, Spirit can um, phase, and she moves very fast, can cover a lot of ground, and catch up with survivors who are getting a bit of distance. So Spirit's really good in that respect. Uh, nurse, you know, she can blink, get distance, and basically nullify Dead Heart. Dead Heart's still pretty good against Nurse, though. But a killer like Ghostface, who has no ability just to move super fast for a couple seconds, um, can't fly through windows, can't fly through objects. Um, a, a killer like Ghostface or Pig are very weak against Dead Hard. And uh, Dead Hard is basically a counter to damn near every killer in the game. So anyway, new Dead Hard, uh, the way it works is while you're injured and running... You'll press the dead hard button and you'll be you'll have um, you'll have endurance for one second. So when you have endurance, what that means is if you get hit, you won't go down. Um, you'll have to go. You, you'll, I don't know if it's called deep wound, but you'll take a hit. And what will happen is because you take a hit, you get a bit of you get a bit of a speed distance, speed boost, get a little bit of distance. So you can just run straight, try to get as much distance as you can from the killer. I played in the PTB, which is the environment where you can test the new perks. Um, Dead Hard was still really good. And the thing is, there's going to be a new meta called the Endurance meta. So, oh, that's what it is. You get Endurance. What did I say? I can't remember what I said, but the endurance meta, what happens is it's like when you when you get off when you get off a hook with borrowed time, you have endurance and that's getting changed. Um, borrowed time is going to be base kit now. So everybody by default will have endurance for five seconds when they get off a hook. And uh, if they take a hit, they won't go down, but they will have to mend just like, you know, when you're playing against Legion. So Anyway, uh, dead hard. If you dead hard for one second, you get endurance. You do a goofy little animation where you kind of dash. You kind of like people have been calling it like dab hard. You you basically do a dab 
it it looks so silly pretty much any streamer i watched who was using the new dead hard was just howling it was just ridiculous anyway um the meta's going to shift for for a bit after this next update because yeah dead hard gives you endurance there's a lot of perks that give you long endurance as well uh, I think it's off the record. It says Zarina Teachable. When you get taken off a hook, you have endurance for 80 seconds. For 80 seconds. If you take a hit within that 80 second span, you'll have endurance and you won't go down. It doesn't matter what kind of hit you take, you won't go down. Now, what people are doing is they're stacking these endurance perks. So they'll get off a hook, they'll get healed. So the thing with off the record is if you if you complete what they call a conspicuous action, basically any action that would disable decisive strike, fix a gen you heal somebody you you get healed no you get healed you can you keep it i believe um if you start working on an exit gate if you start blessing a totem um actions like that will remove the endurance status effect because the game's like okay well you no longer need it but what you can do is you can run around body blocking the killer being really annoying forcing the killer to hit you again now if you've been healed you take a hit that doesn't take away your endurance um I believe. So basically what in in a nutshell what's happening is there's a lot of survivors out there kind of abusing this endurance and taking five I've seen up to six hits before they go down. I think six is the max I've seen because they're healthy, take a hit, off the record take a hit, dead hard take a hit, stip tick take a hit. Um I can't think of any uh, oh medal of man, they take a hit with medal of man. That's five. And then six, they finally go down. The thing is, with this meta changing to perks like Medal of Man, Off the Record, Dead Hard, um, these survivors who are going to be playing these builds, they're not going to be fixing generators. They're not going to be doing their objective because they're going to be taking like so many protection hits. <laughs> so um, I think that'll be really interesting to witness. I, I played a few games... As Killer, I played as Demogorgon. You're, you're going to be seeing a lot more Demogorgon, by the way. One of the ways to counter this meta is to play a killer who can attack really, really fast. They can just keep hitting you relentlessly. And Demogorgon, with the perk Save the Best for Last, and Barb's Glasses and Black Heart, can shred you super fast. He can basic attack you super fast. And uh, once he gets these Save the Best for Last stacks up to eight, his hit recovery is super, super fast. So he'll just, he'll just shred through people. And with this new update, uh, Survivor's... After they take a hit, once they get injured, um, they won't get as big a boost. They're actually shortening the the little speed boost you get. It, it's a, I think it's ten percent shorter. And also, killers by default um, recover from hitting a survivor. I think it's ten percent faster. I can't remember which content creator. It might have been Scott Jones talking about how. That 10% faster recovery speed after you successfully hit a survivor with a basic attack is basically like having one or two stacks of save the best for last by default. So yeah, the meta is definitely going to change. Um, endurance is going to be crazy. Dead Heart's still a good perk. Um, Behavior made some significant nerfs to Jen's slowdown perks. Pop Goes the Weasel will regress 20% of the current generator's progress so it'll no longer just whack like 25% like not it's, it's in its current state it's 25% of a 100% gen so if the generator is 20% fixed it'll regress it 
all the way down in the current state. But if it's only 20% fixed now, it, it'll, it, it won't take it as much. It'll still be fairly good. Um, Ruin got a pretty big nerf. Ruin in its current state, I believe it regresses gens at 200% um, rate. New Ruin only regresses at 100%. I think it's still going to be decent, but you probably won't be seeing Ruin very much. And also, uh, once a survivor is killed, Ruin deactivates. I think that's a good mechanic because I've definitely been in games where somebody gets hyper targeted out. Raise your hand if you've been uh, tunneled out of a game early and the killer still has ruin up. <laughs> and so you've got three survivors trying to fix gens while ruin is still up. It's it's a really, really silly silly thing in this game so yeah there's a lot changing to uh dead by daylight with the next mid-chapter update again i don't really want to go over the notes and like read you the patch notes to me that's just incredibly boring if if i if i were a good podcaster and i covered it you know the day it was announced i would do something like that because by now anybody listening has probably had a chance to read over those update patch notes if you want me to get into greater detail, I can. Like, just hit me up on Discord, hit me up on my Twitch stream, whatever you want to do to get the message across to me. And I can definitely go over this in greater detail. Uh, but yeah, for now, I think I just wanted to paint in broad strokes and just talk about how excited I am to try different perks in this game. And I do try to do to, to run different perks in Dead by Daylight, but it's a chicken or the egg situation, you know? If you run quote-unquote like meme perks, if you run like diversion and bite the bullet self-care like silly perks, you're going to run into a killer running four gen slowdown perks. And these slowdown perks are incredibly strong. And the survivor perks, not very good. They're just meant for being silly and having fun. But you're going up against, uh, you know, a huntress who's trying to win a $25,000 tournament versus you and the other three randoms in your game. It's not a fun place to be. But anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Uh, I do stream on Twitch at least two nights a week, sometimes three. Um, Tuesday nights, I go live on the... I'm on Pacific Standard Time, so 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Tuesday night, around the same time on Friday night. And I usually add like a random weekend stream in there somewhere or another different weeknight stream. I've been loving streaming on Twitch lately. It's been a lot of fun for me. And if you're listening, please, please check the show notes. Uh, check my uh, links to Twitch and all the socials. I'd really appreciate it if you follow me on TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all the good stuff. Uh, I'm really trying to make a push. From here on out, I really want to make a push to grow as a content creator. And for me, I want to be synonymous with the biggest content creators out there. Like, I, I, I have what it takes to grow and deliver something that's very unique to this community. Because, you know, you're listening to an audio podcast. I've got the smoothest voice on Twitch. That's the one thing I'm really confident in. No one has my voice in Dead by Daylight. And I can say with confidence that very few people have a voice that's anywhere near as good as mine. I, I would say like Umbra and uh, Bronx, they, they destroy me. But in terms of like, that's about where the list ends. <laughs> if you disagree with me, let me know. 
And that's no shade at anybody. It's just facts. It's just the way it is. So I've got really high hopes for content creation moving forward. And I really want you on that journey with me. Um, the, the Twitch streams have been a lot of fun lately. We've had a lot of new people come in, a lot of people from TikTok and even some people from here, this podcast. So I'd really like it if you come and hang out with me sometime. And sometimes I have open lobbies too. So if you want to play with me, there's your opportunity. <laughs> so anyway, that's, a, that's going to do it for now. If you've listened this far, thank you so much. If you listen to the intro, I really, really appreciate that. It's it's something brand new to this podcast. That kind of content probably won't be regular a regular thing here. But if enough of you enjoy it, I might add the these kind of social commentaries in once in a while. But yeah, uh, thank you very much for listening. And please, please, please make sure you rate the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It really helps with the algorithm. I've actually received a lot of ratings on Spotify. So thank you if you've rated me on Spotify. It really, really helps. Because when you search for Dead by Daylight, at least when I searched a couple months ago, we were at the top. All of our episodes were up there. It was it was really cool. So that makes me proud. And I want to continue to be the best Dead by Daylight podcast out there. So until next time, I'll see you in the fog. <laughs>